Welcome back to the Sunday Roast. How's it going, guys? How the hell are you? How are your hearts? And of course, of ever most importance, how are your heads? Guys, what's going on? How are you doing? Good morning. It's good to be with you. Thank you for listening. Thank you to everybody who supports the show and who supports me. Thank you for following me on Instagram at Megan Mark. And of course, from the bottom of my heart, thank you to everybody who subscribes to the Patreon and helps keep me afloat and the Sunday Roast alive. Patreon.com forward slash Mark Megan. If you enjoy the show, if you listen to the show, please do me a solid and subscribe for as little as four euro a month. You could be saving a life. Now, I hope you're well. Let's just get into it, guys, okay? I was walking down the street last night on the way home and somebody offered me marijuana, okay? This kid goes to me, literally, he must have been around 14 or 15. He said, what are you smoking there, pal? And I said, I'm smoking a cigarette. And he goes, oh, no worries. I thought that was weed. And I said, no, it's a cigarette. And he goes, you're not up for a bit of 42022. I'd never heard that turn of phrase and I'm glad I hadn't. I, I haven't because I hated it. And he pushed me and he tried to get me to purchase some weed off him and I said no. Now look, let me caveat this podcast by saying I don't have a problem with marijuana, okay? I don't. I genuinely don't. In the same way, I don't have a problem with veganism, sea swimming or sexual intercourse. It's just the people who do these things I don't align with. They give the activities a bad name, much like charity work karaoke or stag do's listening to the teachings of jordan peterson the activity in principle is fine the individuals who do so are not (laughs) did i ever tell you about the girl actually i knew who raised loads of money so she could go to haiti to help rebuild houses after the earthquake in 2010 did i But bear in mind, this girl would struggle to put a small pair of trousers on a Barbie doll and she couldn't keep a Furby alive for longer than two days. Yet she convinced half of Dublin she was going to build a few two-bedroom gaffs in the space of nine days. What the hell is going on here? She's never even done an apprenticeship. It got me thinking about these influencers going off to faraway places to do inverted commas charity work. Why, why can't we just give the money that would pay for your flights and accommodation directly to the Haitians? Why are you flying to oversee this work? I don't understand it. Lauren Malloy from Kilmacud, currently doing public relations in DBS, the online version, is hardly going to be traipsing around Haiti with a hard hat on and a pencil in her teeth. Catcalling the local women from a white van with a sunburned forearm and a copy of the Irish Mirror on the dashboard. You're not a construction worker. You're a 23-year-old girl who was recently convinced she could find Joseph Coney, even though she struggles to find her phone and bank card after a night out. I don't understand this. You're effectively paying two grand to get a picture taken with the children in the local classroom, which is more ironic in itself. Like, you just about scrape by in the leaving search with a D in ordinary level Spanish. What exactly are you teaching these kids? Have you ever noticed this when the influencers go off to these, oh, let's get a picture of me playing football with the youths. Firstly, you're offside. And secondly, do you not think that you could contribute more to the decimated Haitian society than just a few keepy-uppies? Why, like, ultimately, why would I pay you to go over and get a selfie with a shovel to make yourself feel better. 
just so you can nip out of the Mercedes van when you happen upon some youths. It's un- I don't understand it. It's like, it's like celebrities cutting the ribbons at the opening of places, you know, just get in, smile, get out, and don't listen to a word that's said, but know that the box has been ticked, much like me in therapy. I'd, I'd say like, <laughs> I'd say there's probably going to be like a BBC retrospective in a few years where they're interviewing victims of like the 2010 Haitian earthquake. But because of the amount of South Dublin people that went over to help for like 48 hours, all of these kids are going to have South Dublin accents. Uh, here we have uh, Ed, what's it? Um, Edmondson. Uh, you were eight on the day the earthquake hit and were there for the rebuild afterwards. How exactly was it? What was it like? Please tell us how it was to be there on the day. Yeah, it was fairly loose, to be honest. Like, um, the wind was a full-blown piss take and the gaff ended up doing its actual tits, you know? So uh, it's sort of like... This whole charity work business, it's sort of like when people contribute to uh, GoFundMes and they click the button to leave their name visible. Have you ever noticed that? Like, you literally have to click a button to select that option. And they do it under the guise that they want the individual who's raising the money to know it's them. And they say something like, oh, best of luck with the hike, Karen. No, no. You've done this because you want the world to see. You want the world to watch your altruism and to applaud it. And I know some of you are probably listening and saying, yeah, Mark, but look, the houses still get built. The houses still get built. Yes. Okay, you are right. You are right that the houses still get built. But they probably couldn't withstand the wind pressure from a burst packet of crisps or somebody standing on a frube, let alone the gale force winds of a tropical storm. I've got a two-man tent that I used for oxygen in 2008 that probably is better insulation and a sturdier foundation than these gaffes if they're being overseen by influencers. I just, I just find it funny. I just find it funny. I've always said, by the way, I understand that most influencers, they really care about human rights. They all care massively about human rights. Till they're on a flight to Dubai. Riddle me that, please. Riddle me that, please, influencers. You don't see them complaining about the trials and tribulations faced by women and men across the globe when they're in the Emirates lounge, do you? I just find it funny. I can imagine now, like, an, uh, you can imagine the influencer on the phone to the agent, you know? Hi, Carol, is it? Yeah, hi, yeah. Listen, so, I'm looking at doing some charity work. Yeah, yeah, now, look, no, numbers haven't been great lately. Um, well, sorry, I mean, obviously I want to help, you know, I want to make a difference and stuff. But look, I just want to, I want to throw myself into something fully, you know, raise money in advance, which would obviously pay for my flights and accommodation um, and pocket money and a bit extra, you know, um, really make a difference in a ch- and change a few lives, you know, um, preferably for like around two weeks in July. But ideally, for the second week, I could go somewhere more chill and just, like, lie by the pool. So, ultimately, like, one week, maybe allowing two days for travel, five days. India. uh, Well, I've got a dodgy stomach, to be honest. Um, Is there anywhere a little bit closer, like, are there poor people making us, maybe, or... Basically, somewhere warm with kids, a different shade to me. Like, sort of cute ones, though. Do you know what I mean? Brazil... No, I've heard there's a lot of poverty there. You know, I know, but like, and crime. So no, 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 I'm, a, I'm only one woman, you know, says you. I suppose I want somewhere struggling, but not like totally fucked. Do you know what I mean? Sort of like when they bring somebody onto the Late Late Show with mental health issues. 
You know, you don't want a complete rip-roaring lunatic, you know. Just a light bit of anxiety and depression, but maybe, like, they're out the other side. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, somewhere where the weather's warm, the people are sound, and the kids are cute. If they had funny accents, that would be class as well. Maybe there was, like, a flood a few years ago, and they needed help putting stones in the river or something. I could do, like, a montage type thing. Atlantis isn't a real place, is it? No, 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 oh, yeah, no, I knew that, obviously I was joking, no, my dad was just asking me something else to do with a casino, yeah, yeah, sorry, Dublin, what, uh, what do you mean, the homeless in, it helped the homeless in Dublin, like, like the ones here on Grafton Street with the, the rabbits and, and the gear, no, 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 I was thinking somewhere sunnier, like, you know, Somewhere warmer, like. It's, a, it's absolutely outrageous. But this girl, by the way, she ended up spending a week in New York with the layover in Haiti for about two days. She literally got a selfie with Wyclef Jean and then got back on the plane. She left on the 28th of October and she was gone till November. Gone till November. <laughs> Now, I know a lot of you are probably listening to this and thinking, Mark, you sanctimonious arsehole. Where do you get off judging these people? What sort of charity work do you do? But I'll be honest with you, charity work is meant to be private. It's meant to be quiet. It's meant to be discreet. But if you must know, I do donate to mental health charities whenever I have the means to do so. You know, that's one of the things I do for charity. I once went to the Muckers Debs. That's another thing. I've stopped replacing the two euro coins in my mum's troker box with minstrels. That's another thing. So I ha- every little helps. And actually, while we're on the subject of charity work, and this is also going to sound completely holier than thou, do you know what really winds me up? Uh, supermarkets. The biggest, oh damn, the biggest scam of all time is supermarkets having a trolley at the cash, at the cash registers where they ask you to buy fucking products from them, okay, and then give them away. But they act like they're the ones giving to charity. How have we fallen for this? How have we allowed this to happen? Surely Tesco should just say, do you know what, we're actually going to donate 5% or 2% or 1% of whatever you pay today on and buy, buy food to give to the needy and to give to the poor. Why is the onus always put on us, yet the organisation takes, the, uh, takes the, the kudos? It's absolutely insane. Think about that. The next time you go to a supermarket and they have this trolley and they try and encourage you and guilt you into spending the money that you probably don't have to buy additional things for them to then give away without realising these, peop- these, these organisations have extraordinary amounts of money and they could very simply and very easily give away all of the expiring goods to charities. Do they do that? No. Nevertheless, I'll get off my little high horse because the fall is looking bigger the higher I climb. Back to Lauren out in Haiti. Apparently, though, uh, whenever she went to Haiti, she bought a selfie stick, right? But that wasn't to take pictures. It was just to keep the locals at bay. Don't get too close to me, Samuel. I know you've got gunk in your eyes, so your vision isn't great, but that shit looks contagious. Stay back. 
I genuinely think selfie sticks were only invented as a sort of loophole because cattle prods were made illegal. Influencers couldn't bring them through airports when travelling to third world countries anymore, so they needed a new device to give them additional breathing space when interacting with the great unwashed. It's bananas. I remember when Lauren um, went to uh, went to Haiti, I saw a picture of her climbing a hill, and she was laden down with goods like a Sherpa on Mount Everest. And for a split second I thought, fair play to her. She's actually helping out. But if you zoomed in on the picture on Bebo, you could see one of the zips was slightly open on the bag she was carrying. And they were actually all just filled with San Pellegrino for her to drink. Because, of course, she doesn't trust any tap water in a district that hasn't been distilled and installed by the Dunleary Rathdown County Council. It's absolute madness. You can just imagine them on the first day of the housing project in Haiti. Okay, uh, listen up everybody, my name is Emmanuel, uh, I'm the head of construction on this Rebuild Haiti project, uh, it's great to have you all here, uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to split everybody up into an A team and a B team, uh, obviously our priorities first are going to be the roof so people can move in immediately, then we'll start a focus on the running water, which my friend our Daniel is going to talk to you about, and then afterwards if we have the time, hopefully electricity, oh sorry, uh, are you there? Uh, you, you have a question? Uh, Ifa, uh, Wifa, Wifa, is it? I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, you there? The uh, Irish girl? Yeah, like I was thinking. I was thinking we could put like a hammock out in the garden. You know, it could be like a cool place to read, like your Kindle, or have a glass of wine. You know. Uh, okay, Ifa. Thank you. Uh, the focus for us today is going to is basically to get these guys back into permanent accommodation. As you know, the earthquake has destroyed the entire town, so we really just want to prioritize having a safe space for the villagers to sleep and live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I know. Like, I guess I'm just just trying to think creatively about it. Like, have you thought about you know, I don't know, like putting a futon in the spare room, just because like it could also be a couch. Like, if anybody's you know, WFH. That's working from home, by the way. If you speak English, you should know, like, you fucking idiots. Uh, I can't really impress upon you enough the uh, gravity of the situation and the suffering that these... Well, like, it's just I've been on Pinterest and I've actually got a list. Um, do you know Daniela Moyles? Yeah, she did an amazing job on her... Uh, okay, Eva, could you please put that child down? That's actually my son. Uh, there's also one in your suitcase, so uh, if you could just take him out as well. They are not yours. They are not ornaments. We are here to rebuild houses. It's madness. Why are these people going to these places pretending to be doing good? They're not doing good. They're doing bad for themselves. And now we definitely, almost certainly, I repeat, probably have a generation of Haitians who speak like they went to school in Black Rock and regularly holiday in a purpose-built Portuguese village. Yeah, like we're trying to rescue the goat from the well because he's fully brained and one of his hooves are stuck, so it's a complete nightmare, to be honest. I would ask for help, but during the flood, most of the men in the village got swept away when trying to play sandbags down on the beach, so uh, it's just a bit of a shit show. Some girl called Lauren came over here a few years ago and promised she'd revolute us like 10 grand she raised for charity, but basically ended up ignoring our calls until eventually emailing me a Domino's code for the Glenagiri branch. Yeah, yeah, now I climbed to the top of the local hill and used the satellite phone to make contact, but apparently they're really busy at the moment and uh, don't deliver to a country 5,510 nautical miles away. Good stuff.
And look, I understand that, you know, some of you probably still have the opinion, <clears throat> excuse me, that these people, although stupid and although maybe misguided, are actually doing it, you know, out of the goods of their heart. And they, they are actually deludedly thinking that they're going to make a difference. And, you know, maybe you'd be right. Maybe you'd be right if they didn't film the whole thing, if they didn't record the whole thing. You know, they have the big charity dinner before they go away where they do white collar boxing or a table quiz or something. And then they take to the stage and they make this emotional speech about the work that they're going to be embarking on or the trip that they're embarking on, the work that they're going to be doing and the lives they're going to fucking change. And then they go over and they give you the daily updates and they apologize with a little bit of bitterness about how they haven't had internet for a few days. Oh yeah, sorry guys, we haven't had Wi-Fi for the last few days. I was told we would, but we don't. And, you know, they give you the updates. And then, of course, as the trip goes on, you know, they've got mud on their jeans and they've got a few scamps under their arms and they're really getting down into the dirtiness of it all. And then, of course, the trip concludes. And we get, as, as regular as clockwork... You know, the certainty of life, death, taxes, and the emotional goodbye video. The emotional goodbye video of an influencer leaving the third world country, and they just want to share with you how bloody monumental the whole thing was. And they're looking at the camera, and they're looking around, but they've got the camera in front of their faces, but they're sort of looking over just off screen a little bit, just to show you that they're deep in ponderous thought, and they're really... Wow, the world is just, the weight of it is on their shoulders and they usually come out with something like, these children, you know, these like, these tiny little people, uh, their smiling little faces, their happy-go-lucky nature. There's just something so unbelievably fucking poor about them. Did I, did I say pure there? Or po- uh, yeah, no, I think I did. Like a year out of them. It's like... I don't know, 900 year out of me, it's decent, like. I, but I, I do think, though, but I do think, and they get a bit emotional looking into the camera, I honestly think, as much as I'm here to help them and build houses and start fresh, that I'll probably walk away feeling like I've learned from them. And I know people never say that. It's a really unique thing to talk about in the dynamic of charity work, but I honestly feel like I've learned as much from them about life as they have from me. Well, probably not the exact same because my knowledge is legitimate and verified by the Dublin Business School, the online version. But these poor, little, homeless rats, I mean kids, they've given me a new lease of life, a new perspective, the ability to laugh in the face of adversity and not just at them, but with them too, when they understand me. How can someone so poor still manage to be so happy? If I was even half as poor then, I'd be like in actual bits. I'd need a holiday to take my mind off and it'd be the worst like. But there's just something so courageous and honest about waking up with nothing but behaving like you have everything. Probably what it's like being from Roscommon. And I would do anything for these kids. I feel like they're my own. Honestly, what's your name again? No, okay, we'll call you Paul. Like, I feel like they're my own. Get off me. I feel like... I'm trying to record something here. I feel like they're my own kids. I love them like I love my own children, but I don't actually want children. I'd sooner die if it meant that they got the... Hold on a second. Oh my God, the ground shaking. Oh my... Samuel! 
Sa- Samuel, there- there's going to be another earthquake, Samuel. What the fuck? I'm going to have to bounce. What about the kids? Yeah, good idea. Maybe if we tie a few of them together, we could use them like as a raft. I know we don't have any rope left, but I've got some crest whitening strips I bought in CVS on the way over. We could we could use that as like a glue. Uh, Aoife, you, you said you'd give your life for these kids. Uh, That's a turn of phrase, Samuel. It doesn't actually mean anything. It's just a thing people say, sort of like it's raining cats and dogs, or I think I have depression. That's not supposed to be taken literally. Yeah, like, I'm delighted I did the trip now, you know. I um, obviously didn't get to build any houses in the end, but I suppose ultimately the real reason for me going there was just to raise awareness. Oh, like about the earthquake in Haiti? No, 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 just to raise awareness that I'm a good person and I sort of do more than you, you know, for those suffering. All right. Okay. Okay. All the best. Bye-bye.